Welcome here in Central Moments. This is our first week in a 40-week journey through the entire Bible following the Assemblies of God's Bible engagement program in the 40 units. We're taking one unit per week, and so we're starting at the beginning. And uh, we've been looking at the creation of our universe and the creation of human beings in chapter 1. Now as we come to Genesis chapter 2, we read these verses, verse 4. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, when God made the earth and the heavens. So a a little bit of a summary of chapter 1, and that sets us up now for verse 7, where we're going to zoom in and... Although chapter 1 of Genesis just says God created human beings in his image, now we're going to see a retelling of the creation of human beings with much more detail. Verse 7, Then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed, breath of God, which is often a symbol of the Holy Spirit in the Bible, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. You will hear in our culture a lot that that the human beings are just just animals are really no different than animals and 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 human beings have no no more rights than dogs and all of this but according to genesis according to god's revelation to us there's something unique about human beings that's not unique to the pet rabbit that my wife and i own or the dog that you may have as wonderful as they are because God has uniquely created us in his image, or in these words, he's breathed the breath of life into us in a way he did not the rest of the animal kingdom. And then God planted uh, this first human being, Adam, in, in a garden. Verse 8, Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. Isn't it wonderful how God looks for home and resting place for us and we still have that instinct in our own lives today and and points of reference this is where I belong this is where I live this is what God created for Adam and then he surrounded him with abundance the Lord God verse 9 the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food he, he just surrounded Adam with with delight and this is still God's purpose for us. I can't help but think of Paul in the New Testament. He said that in Christ, we've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. I mean, life gets really tough sometimes because of this, uh, this world that's been infiltrated with evil. But God's desire is to plant us and secure us and surround us with abundance. Don't let your faith go anywhere else. But because we're created in the image of God and because all this have, has happened, and yet there's evil that is lurking. Um, God also calls us, unlike our rabbits or our dogs, God calls us as human beings also to moral accountability. So the rest of verse 9 in the middle of the garden describes two trees. There is the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil. The tree of life shows up again at the end of verse Revel- chapter Revelation. The story of humanity goes from a garden to a city, and in that city the river of life is flowing. This is heaven. And the tree of life is there bearing fruit constantly for the healing of the nations, we're told. That's the tree of life. But there's also the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This is the first time evil is mentioned anywhere in the Bible. And it's going to unfold in the next chapter how evil begins to infect humanity. But it reminds us that we all have moral accountability. And this is what sets up 
the great storyline of the whole Bible. The tree of life. God wants us to have eternal life. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the fact is we've all eaten of that tree. And we're all morally accountable to God because we've sinned and we've failed. But God, God will send His Son Jesus to do what we couldn't do for ourselves. Whereas moral accountability, we blew it. Jesus came to pay the price for our sin and, and to balance the scales of God's justice so that we would be saved and not judged. And this is our great hope. God's planted us. God's, surround, God's purpose is to surround us with abundance. And thank God that the storyline of the rest of Scripture and the rest of human history that flows out of those two trees doesn't leave us with despair, but leaves us with trusting in a great Savior. Father, thank you for this. In Jesus' name, where we have failed you and yet are morally accountable to you, we, we take the provisions of Christ's shed blood at the cross. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you, Lord, for accountability. Thank you that there are some th things that are good and there are some things that are evil and, and, and you want us to walk the way of the good as your spirit fills us. And we, we ask that you'll do this. Take restlessness out of our hearts. Plant us firmly in your will. Surround us with abundance. And thank you for the tree of life, eternal life, that we cling to in Jesus today. Our faith is in you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.